This is Deconversion Therapy, and welcome all you brothers and sisters in me. I'm not going to say Christ, so we have to change it. In me. Um, <laughs> that's, or, that's Karen talking. And that is Bonnie. Briefly, this podcast, Deconversion Therapy, is about our memories or other people's memories when they were in the church, mostly evangelical Christianity. The other day, I sent Bonnie something because we got got kicked out yeah. of a um, an ex-religious social media group. And I should read it, but it, it was hilarious. It was like, I'm sorry you've been banned. We don't allow... People who are therapists and trying to get money by trying to fix us. Oh, that's so um, sad. I'm here, and I'm like, no, no, no. We're we're podcasts. We're funny. <laughs> we're not therapists at all. We and say then, we're not therapists. It's yeah, just and it's we, like calling shopping retail therapy, being shopping therapists. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, so I responded to the person, and they still responded, well, I'm sorry, you have therapist (laughs) therapy in your name, so um, you're banned. Way way to be a hall monitor, but... (laughs) I know. I want to be, like, great. But I guess they have to have, you know, standards by which they uh, run things. So that's fine. I know. Their standard is... um, (laughs) Let's not have any critical thinking skills. But the uh, the podcast itself is just entertainment, having fun, and we read listeners' letters. And last night I was hanging out with some friends, and one of them was the person who wrote us the other week about the fush, the fush, <laughs> the fush wadding, the fush wadding, the foot washing. <laughs> scene where she had to fucking wash a creepy guy's feet as like a symbol of Jesus washed feet. And now we're going to do that. And not only are we going to do that, we're going to do a surprise. (laughs) Like we're coming out with the bowls (laughs) and you don't really have a choice. You can't say no in front of like 50 people. Yeah. Especially Um, when the goal of it is to make you, feel humble. Well, yep, that works. Nope. Just feel sort of sexually violated, <laughs> but you know, whatever. Um, but I was out with her and she was talking about how she loves the podcast even more than Freakonomics. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't know. That's a compliment, <laughs> but they are apples and oranges. It's so apples and oranges. Which, but which if you saw the cover of the Freakonomics, you know, podcast, their logo, it's an apple and an orange together. So ah. you're welcome. I mean, we're right up there intellectually. <laughs> yeah. We offer a lot of scholarly statistical, um, you know. That's right. It's sort of a Fox News of Freakonomics, but we get there. No, we're more of the um, CNN. Like, we report, you decide. Didn't that at one time? Is that them? Yeah. No, that's MSNBC. Wait, I don't no, know. maybe that's Fox News. Maybe I don't think that that was accurate. Whichever one it was, it wasn't true, but. Yeah, um, we're, we're We'd like we're not to fair. report about stupid stuff. 
That's it. And um, don't take us seriously. If you think we're laughing about religion, well, we are. No, uh, but we're not like laughing at people. We're not trying to make fun of anyone. We're just pretty much saying that this is our experience and we're all going to have fun with it because you got to laugh or you'll go crazy. Yeah, and, you're, you're, and we're not trying to tackle any super serious subjects either because there's a lot of serious shit that happens, you know, all in the name of the organized religion. Yeah. And people getting shunned for no longer being in it. And we we're going to post resources about people who actually do things that help other people. (laughs) Um, And you can go to our website and find that we don't offer anything, no therapy, no deconversion, no, no podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no <not> podcast. <laughs> we're not we're not uh contributors to society. That's not um, true. We just don't brag about it. <laughs> I know. That's right. We don't want to make people feel lesser than. That's right. So we uh implore you, that's not the word I want, but um we would love it if you rate us on whatever Pod, Pod what is it catcher. called? Podcatcher, <laughs> whatever, whatever way you listen to podcasts, if they have opportunities to rate, that would be apparently valuable. Um, I have to believe Karen when she tells me that because I don't know for sure. And subscribing, that's valuable. It's um, valuable. Yep. And um, and what's the other one? Rate, and um, like find us on Facebook. <laughs> Because yeah. we have Deconversion Therapy Podcast right there on Facebook. And we're still running a meme contest. And whoever wins that meme contest, not only will we use it on our Instagram, but you'll get a heathen prophecy. Um, because I used to have prophetic words from God when I was a Christian. And I'm going to see if I can work it out um, <laughs> now that I'm not. But so this week... We're going to tackle signs. So like Moses saw the burning bush and that like meant something. That was a sign. There are signs out the yin-yang in the Bible where, um, yeah, things happened and people knew that it was Jesus or an angel telling them something. And I mean, we have that nowadays when you know, God gives us a parking spot or um, our favorite kind of bird lands in a tree near us and we're like, oh, that's a sign from God or that's him looking out for me. Tell tell about the thing on Facebook where you're like, where somebody was thanking God for something and at the same time something else was happening. Ah. Well, I mean, one, that's that's every single time. Anyone's like, oh, you know, this great thing happened. Oh, I got, God gave me the front parking spot. And then the person with like gout and, you know, <laughs> scoliosis has to park 20 feet away. I think it's called away. the gout. I think you put an article in front of that. You do? I think what so. What if it's in both feet? Is it gout? <laughs> the gout. I don't know. <laughs> the gout, the Bronx. You know. The Shonies, the Kroger. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So, but, but what was that thing on Facebook? There was somebody yeah. saying God was watching out for an or not. I know this was God giving us good weather for such and such. And you said something like the same day. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a mass shooting. No, but I mean, there could have been. You're gonna exactly. You can look up mass shootings and then ask people what happened, and they would say, "Yeah, that's the day that um, God yeah. spoke to him with a butterfly flying." But um, no, the so Bonnie and I went to a conservative Christian college. She left and went on to a real college. I stayed there and. One of the people who then I reconnected with on Facebook, um, she got a new house and her quiver of children and husband were all moving in their stuff. And she wrote a post by, thank you, Jesus, which I love when people put on Facebook, thank you, God, thank you, Jesus, as in he is in the Facebook, like he, that's, that's where you go to say it because he's going to hear you there. Um, thank you God for the beautiful weather that you gave us today to show your blessings on that this house and this move, you know, is the right thing for us. And then I guess it was, you know, an hour later, the earthquake in Haiti happened where they were like children dying and people trapped under things. And I'm like, ah, man, if God had just turned his head from looking at you moving into your new house, right. Just a little to the right, just look East God, but he was too busy. (laughs) busy. But he was too busy. Yeah. Have you ever gotten a sign from God? I got so many signs the last time I was in Los Angeles because I wanted to talk to a friend about an idea for a TV show. Yeah. And the subject of the TV show, I had read his book and I was just imagining how interesting this whole project would be. And I was so excited about it. I was passionate about it and, you know, just on that certain vibration. So um, signs kept happening everywhere. And th- in the book, his assistant's name was Josie. And then I heard Josie by Steely Dan, not once, but twice on the radio, on, you know, terrestrial radio. I wasn't playing it on a CD twice during my five-day stint out there. Um, I mean, and of all the songs that you could hear. I know. Can't Why would you hear the same one it. twice? I know. I can't even name it. Can't even hum it. Okay. You could, but, you know. Uh, you're hearing the dulcet tones of my voice right now, <laughs> preventing you. Um, and then I got that sign, and then a song that he sang in concert was playing at, uh, you know, a, a shopping mall, a really remote, stupid old song. And then, um, oh, and then and then there was like a number. He's got a number tattoo somewhere on his body, and that's the number that they gave me in the hotel. And I was like, this is all a sign, and that so- has not happened. So backing up, the person that you are wanting the TV show to revolve around was also a singer and performer. Oh, oh, yeah. So it, it was it was based on like the life of Robbie Williams, this singer uh-huh. who's super popular everywhere. Yeah. I'm sorry, I should have backed up and said Mostly that. Mostly um, in, um, in in England the and countries. everywhere but here. Okay, so yeah, the ones yep. that don't have as much dental care. He's he's. <laughs> The craze. Every, yeah, but he never could break America. So he could live out here virtually unknown. Like if he walked around the the mall here, 
Yeah. It, it wouldn't be a big thing, but over there it is. So I just think that that whole concept is still fascinating. It is. And you used happen. to work in television, so that's sort of what you meant. Like you weren't just out there um, <laughs> randomly <laughs> talking to the people at the Shoney's and the right. Kroger. It was, yeah, people who knew. Or the Gouts. <laughs> that would be a cool store. <laughs> they only sell extra wide shoes. Yeah. And every time you walk in, they yell at you, welcome to the gout. <laughs> oh, where did they start doing that recently? And I'm like, really? I was there yesterday. Like, they please. do that at Moe's. Do you have a Moe's down they there? They do. They yell it and it's funny, but they started doing it somewhere uh-huh. else. And I was like, oh, no, please don't acknowledge that I walked in here. I don't know anywhere. if they've ever. Yeah. Not the places I shop. There's never like, welcome to the Pet Smart. They don't do that. <laughs> and the sad part is, I honestly can't remember where I was yesterday that that well, happened. That's that's how the gout starts <laughs> manifesting. <laughs> it swells the brain. So back to signs. Yeah, yeah. Back to signs. Um, so there was this whole belief that... Okay, one, you could, even though it says, the Bible says, you're not supposed to test God, you still sort of get to. Um, There seems to be a lot of those, like, contradictions. That's right. So it could be like, you know, lead me in the direction I'm supposed to go. God, show me a sign. Am I supposed to pursue this? Or am I supposed to, you know, marry this person? Am I supposed to use my money for this? And then you ask God for a sign. And then whatever happens randomly in your life, you get to interpret (laughs) as a sign. Like, you know, I don't, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you turn on a road that's named, you know, Einstein, it's like, I'm supposed to go into science or whatever it is. You sort of interpret it. And then there's also signs that God's just showing you he's there and he's surrounding you. And my favorite is that, oh, he's showing us his humor. (laughs) So like anything that was quirky or funny, it would be like, oh, that God... You know, so, no. Yes. Oh, that God. That He's a card. God. That's right. Um, but, you know, the rainbow is a sign, supposedly, that God will never flood the earth again. Um, right. But he forgot to tell uh, Nashville that in 2010 um, or Nebraska now, you know, all the places that have actually flooded and people died. Um But that's not totally destroying the earth. It isn't. But, you know, back in God's day. It's still horrible. How can, how do we know the other side of the earth wasn't just fine? I saw a meme the other day. (laughs) Well, that's a good, I never thought about that. Yeah, there's no internets. Al Gore had not been invented yet. Hmm. Um, There was a funny meme that said, um, was there two Bigfoots on the ark because <laughs> you know you got to have everything. Were there the chupacabras too? And I mean, <sighs> this is that's there. just such a tricky the, the whole ark thing. That's a different. Yeah, yeah. We know. gotta 
that's a different episode. Yeah, and then the fish. You can't <laughs> put fish in the ark, and there's going to be more than two of a kind of the fish in the water. So are fish just the fish only are really species? Old. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't get included in the yes. whole? I don't right. know. And that's so, why God said, I'm going to teach you to be fishers of men. Okay, so, yeah, God showing his humor or no, um, but back to that person who posted. Yeah, uh, and back to that person mm-hmm. who posted the Facebook thing. If, if it had just been cut off at the first half, like, thank you, God, for this beautiful day that we really needed while we were moving. That's one thing. But to say the intent behind it. Yes. Like, this is because God likes us. No. That's right. That's, that's right. That's the part. That's right. That everything is so personal. Yeah. Especially with largely done things that impact the, the neighbor next door who, you know, uh, we don't know, could have had a sun allergy. But <laughs> or, or the now gal. God's cursing them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so should I read this story, this letter from somebody? Yes, we got a really good, mm-hmm. long letter. <laughs> send them in. Okay. Keep sending them in. All right, here we go. Um, here is my story. I'm an agnostic atheist. Okay, Karen, what is that? I thought. <laughs> well, it's, um, don't get me started because my husband and I argue. He says he's an agnostic. I say I'm an atheist because it's semantics. If, if God or Jesus walked in my bedroom right now, sat down beside me, and it's like, I'm real, then I would believe. So you're an and, agnostic. But see, that's it. It means the same thing. An atheist and an agnostic, like, it's all about proof. And so they're sort of interchangeable. I okay. just say atheist because it prevents people from talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I say agnostic, it's like, oh, yeah, there's oh, a that challenge. door. Ooh, yeah. All right, so I'll start over. I'm an agnostic atheist. Yet my name is Faith. Hilarious. <laughs> I've always been a pretty analytical person with a distaste for confirmation bias. And uh, I will ask you what that is because you're better at explaining that. Um, so confirmation bias is just things that happen or books that you read that all confirm that you were right in the first place. Oh, right. Like, a, it's like something with a slant. Yeah, that you're, you're not, yeah. Like where Fox you're in your News. own bubble. Right. You keep watching Fox News because it proves everything you already believe. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you can imagine how I felt every day of my life. I wish it were just constrained to Sundays and Wednesdays, but my parents are elders of the church. This Ooh. adds a painful new meaning to that saying, we don't go to church. We are the church. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Each night, my family has an hour or so of worship. Uh, and, wow. and maybe an hour lesson to go with it. Does that mean two hours total? Oh, my gosh. That okay. Is... And what do you do about homework? Okay, so one oh, of these nights, uh... my mom told a story particularly ridden with confirmation bias. The stories usually go something like this. I wanted to take a Japanese course at college, but I was late to registration. When I came on the very last day of registration, when most of the classes were full, there was still one spot left. God left that spot open for me. (laughs) I made the mistake of calling my mom out and asking, 
What if it was just a coincidence, a random chance? No, it was a divine intervention from God. Mm-hmm. After a bit of intellectual tug of war, I was completely destroyed by faith and fear mongering. <laughs> These work really well in debate. I should try them sometime. I was tired, so I settled for nodding and the <laughs> argument was over, or so I thought. My mom had mentally lumped me into the doubting Thomas category of the house, and she wasn't going to rest until I was sure there was no such thing as a coincidence. Let the games begin. <laughs> The following Sunday, my pastor gave an amazing testimony that cured me of all my doubts. Atheists beware. There's no denying this testimony. (laughs) Some women went up to a Washington for a prayer meeting. One woman we'll call Sue was called out by another woman who wasn't part of the group, who we'll call Becky. Becky asked to pray for Sue, and Sue, of course, allowed it. After the prayer summit was over, the group moved back to Texas. Now, Sue's mom needed a new smart car. Specifically? I know. <laughs> I love the smart car. That's funny. It's so cute because they're so tiny. Now, Sue's mom needed a new smart car. <laughs> so she sent her daughter out to buy one. <laughs> hey, go pick me up a smart That's car. So right. <laughs> it fits in your other car. So you just, yeah. How am I going to get it home? Put it in your other car. Um Sue doesn't know anything about car dealerships or how they work, but she went out anyways. When she got to the car dealership, the male dealer understood that Sue would be more comfortable speaking with another woman about this. So he went to get his wife. And guess what? The wife was Becky from Washington. What? Oh, my God, Becky. (laughs) Isn't God amazing? And it doesn't end there. Sue got a discount on the car. Coincidence? Yeah, I think so. Also, world hunger and childhood cancer are things. Mm -hmm. If God has a say in a car discount, I hope he'd care about something actually important, like the Sunday game. (laughs) Exactly. So this, I know there's more to this letter, but that's exactly when things work in your favor, it's divine intervention. It's God. It's like you... Your mind is already thinking that every step you take, everything you do is ordained or uh, the devil trying to, you know, do some karate moves on your life. So (laughs) everything is spiritual. And I mean, I could just be energy, too, though. It could. It could be coincidence, energy just, you know, a myriad of things. And it's, if people want to sign that that's how it happens, that's all, that's all good for them. So I'm going to tell you about a time where I thought God was being his hilarious jokester God, because I mean, that's what he really likes to do. He likes to get down with the people and give them a real (laughs) joke because that, shows that he cares. So um, I guess this, I was a junior at the Baptist college we went to. And that means I was already gone. You were gone. Thank God. And um, <laughs> I'm telling this, it for listeners as though they care. Go ahead. That's right. <laughs> Write that down in your notes okay. for this. Um, so there was this cool girl that lived off campus, and she wanted to start a, just a women's Bible study. And I was all into that because we were fortunate. Like, you could have some feminist beliefs and 
it could sort of correlate with the whole, you know, submissive thing. I know that's hard to understand, but maybe I'll get it when I keep talking. So um, she starts this Bible study. We go off campus. My girlfriend and I, she's my roommate. We walk to the woman's house, young woman, whatever she is. So it's only slightly off campus. Slightly. Okay. So our campus was pretty flash and right on the water and um, overly expensive. And we walked down the intercoastal road to where college kids rented houses that were pretty much cracked ins before. <laughs> they really were. They were scary. And I'm sure the city has shut a lot of them down. And we sit around in a circle on the ground because in college, nobody has chairs. <laughs> or nobody back problems. Fit. That's right. That's where it all stems from. No one um, in college can afford for their friends all to sit upright at the same time when they come over. <laughs> so we're on the floor. We have our Bibles open. And I don't know. She starts off by reading a passage or something. And I think it's about... Becoming whole, W-H-O-L-E, and holy, you know, just really cleansing yourself out of sin and living a life that's totally for God. And then, of course, I'm really into it because I really believe in that. And then things start just getting slightly askew. And it starts going to... You know, you really want to be whole and wholesome and on fire for God in in preparation and before you meet your spouse. And that got me going a little bit. Now, as Bonnie, even in college. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. All the time. All the time. That was sort of the focus. And so I was like. Well, you know, I think it's good to just do these things for yourself and for God, like without any one day there's going to be a guy and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you're headed and focus on God and then he's headed and focus on God, then it's more likely you're going to intersect and meet each other. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, does that have to be the focus of our Bible studies as women? Like, can it be more just about? And I kept getting like some resistance because the evil eye, the side eye. That's it. And I think it's like they could not even understand how it, it could easily not correlate, how you can just. Yeah, exist and try and become a better person without thinking about because one day I'm going to meet a guy, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So my roommate and I leave afterwards. There's no scene that happens. There's just a little me being irked. And we're walking back to the dorm on the intercoastal road. And I'm just letting her have it in lieu (laughs) of the other women. I'm like, can't people just think about us without having a guy there. You know what? I'm just sick of it all. I'm swearing off guys, which you do in college and you say it because you think it sounds really mature and cool. 
and she's just nodding. And I'm like, I'm serious. I know that I date a lot, which I sort of did and all that, but I'm swearing off guys. I'm not going to look at a guy. I'm just, it's all about God. Um, guys, <laughs> you know, screw you up, all this stuff. All of a sudden, it's like nine o'clock at night and this big bus comes barreling down the the road and it pulls up to us and this these were the days where you were <laughs> afraid I don't know why like we didn't run it was just <laughs> totally like ah, all right we're just two girls alone in the dark oh, um God. and so this guy jumps out and he's like in sort of short shorts and his hair's long and what? he's all muscly <laughs> and my roommate is the most hormonal person I'd ever met. Like, she definitely had some, like, kooky things for guys. So her eyes go, Oh, my God, I don't even know who you're talking about. I can't wait to and find out. I don't out. think you even knew her. But her eyes are, like, popping out of her head. And he goes, Hi, um, can we ask you a question? And she's already <laughs> stuttering, like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like sure and he's like um can you help us you know are we headed in the right direction for juno beach and i'm like oh oh no you've passed you've missed <laughs> miss shot by about an hour and a half and he's like oh gosh like how do we get back and all that and i could see the driver and he's like oh could you tell that to the driver i'm like sure and he's like, we're the Chippendales. And we have a show. <laughs> On a bus. I know. And it was a Chippendales bus. He's like, we have a show in an hour, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, oh, so I go to, like, step in the bus. And I don't know how, but step my hormonal roommate somehow busted past both of us and is halfway down the bus talking to all these men. And I'm up there with like the overweight bus driver being like, okay, so you need to pull and turn around and go in the other direction. And that it is this whole bus of buff tanned, um, in their, in their performance outfits? No, none of them look like cops or anything, but they all <laughs> wore tank tops. And I'm sure they were all having sex with each other before we stepped on the bus. But in those days, we didn't That's right. realize. They just stopped because they had to ask directions. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we didn't even know, like, that any of them would be gay in those days. So we're on that bus, and I'm telling directions and all that. And then we finally get off. I seriously had to pull my roommate off. I'm like, okay, we got to go. Well, they're like, we got to go. Like, get this yeah. this girl in her Coke bottle glasses off the bus. So oh, we get off. I know who your roommate was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so, like, she's still giggling, you know. She still has the fumes of testosterone on her. And... They go and drive away. We look at each other like, did that really happen? Can you believe that? And we're like, isn't God funny? <laughs> that was our whole reaction that we swearing that off God Guys. made Chippendales 
pass by an hour and a half their venue location just so <laughs> God can give us like a funny, oh, I heard what you said about boys. I'm going to make <laughs> you laugh by making these people miss their, you know, their That's encore great. show at a ladies club. But, hmm. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I know, I know. So that's a funny story. But continue on with the letter because I think the letter gets a little more serious than Chippendales. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Uh, speaking of cancer. Uh, yes. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> the okay. wrong tone to read that. Right. <laughs> um, speaking of cancer, here's another testimony from that same Sunday. A man we'll call Bob is a married war veteran who had testicular cancer. After months of chemotherapy, God healed him and not doctors. But God didn't heal him enough because the cancer prevented him from having children. Bob and his wife looked into IVF, normally a very expensive procedure. But since Bob had risked his life in the Army for America, he had veteran discounts to back him up. So God gave him a discount on IVF, and then God, and not IVF, gave them a baby. Coincidence? Mm. No. Medical science and political policy. <sighs> she exactly. was getting there, but not quite. <laughs> and the icing on the cake. I was visiting my dying grandmother at the hospital and was set to stay overnight, meaning I'd need some dinner. I'm a minor. What? Wait, let's stop there. I don't know there. if the writer is a minor now or oh. saying, like, I was a minor. Because yeah. this... Let's pretend she was a minor a, then. Okay, because this is such a good punctuation. Right. That, um, this is a really well-written letter, especially if the person is a minor still. Yeah, and if um, they are, like, you know... All right. Raise the glass of ginger beer because <laughs> this is really well written. All right. So I'm a minor, or I was a minor. Uh, so I had to use my mom's credit card to buy food. When I got to check out with items I couldn't put back, the credit card decided it was time to bug out. I frantically texted my mom, but before she could respond, the on-site chaplain decided to pay for my meal. That's so sweet. It is. Um, after I sent a never mind message, she responded, coincidence or divinely ordered steps? Hmm. <laughs> God. And hmm, I did. From car discounts to not doctors to somebody paying for my chicken wings. All I really <laughs> Chicken wings. <laughs> in a hospital. <laughs> oh, that healthy food uh, they have there. All I really can do is, hmm. I don't take personal anecdotes as evidence for anything anyways, but... If you'd think God wanted to prove his existence to me in fallacy, he'd do something impressive. Amen, sister. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, uh, what was it the other day? I've been watching, again, Survivor reruns. And it is so <laughs> much about, like, some of them get very churchy and are praying, and they're praying to win the little challenges, and they're like, God, give us strength, and da-da-da. And it's just so ridiculous when you're also hearing the news about, you know, kids being put in right. camps away from their children. It's like, let me see a little strength over in that direction. Um, there's but, this whole joke about why doesn't God love amputees? What? It's, it's, that can't be a, that's, that's not a joke. It's, it's sort of like this saying joke because it seems that God only shows up for things that can also be disproven. Like, you know, I had ins insomnia and God, you know, 
helped me or even these other diseases that could or could not be your body's defenses in the medicine fixing it. Uh-huh. But if God healed an amputee, then we could oh. really, then we're looking at something. Then where, that's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Now okay. That's a sign I can endorse. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but go back for a minute. When you say that they are survivor reruns, have you seen them before? Uh, well, that's the fun part. Um, I think some of them I could have, <laughs> and I have forgotten. So I'm like, oh, well, this will be new. I can't so remember who wins. So it's still interesting enough for you to watch. Yes. Well, I'll tell you why it's interesting for me to watch. Because they're all in tropical places. So <laughs> I feel like I'm on a vacation. I'm like, oh, you know, who cares that they're only eating rice? I'm oh my stuffing God. my face while I'm watching it. But, yeah, it's been a little cold in Tennessee. So it yeah. makes, <laughs> makes me feel oh, I would good. suggest you check out The Talented Mr. Ripley if you want a postcard. The movie? Yes. I saw it a long time ago. But, yeah. again, I also. If well, you want to go to Italy and you can't, watch yeah. The Talented Mr. Ripley. I'll tell you. The other one that I really liked, we, had, we watched it on a plane, was... Um, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yeah, I want to see that. The visuals of Singapore. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I'm ready. I want to go. Don't. So I love me a good <laughs> something where it shows really nice. Um, yes. Yeah. This so, here. so um, are we going to talk about the thing that we like to talk about? Yeah, we've, we've tweaked it a little. Yeah. Yeah, there's an orifice now. Oh, no, no, there was already. We we had a quest to not be whiny assholes, but now we're just calling it don't be an asshole. But uh but I I was thinking this past week I'm like let's let's fess up about like the time this week that we were assholey in. Okay. <laughs> because, because uh, you know, I don't want it to be like, oh, look at us. Aren't we holier than thou? Um, I know. Because not everybody can be perfect all the time. And, uh, you know, I kind of, it makes me kind of respect the way that Catholics go to confession. Because you have to comb through what you've done for the past certain amount of time since you'd been last. Yeah. And think about, you know, how crappy you were. So what you're saying is that we're doing penance to the listeners. Well, you know, maybe it's just a way to, to go, okay, this is where I've failed. Yeah, look at, that's right. Like look take some us. behavior that if you run it through the what would Jesus do machine, which I think is still valid, even if you don't believe in Jesus and it or can anything. Be Buddha and I'll tell you what it should be, your dog. If you've got a dog, what, what would <laughs> please them? What kind of personality and attitude? Because dogs are the most precious beings on the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently it would be okay if I left a dollop of poo in my dog's bed. So I don't agree, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> of your own poo? <laughs> yeah, that's what she <laughs> thinks is okay. So, but... All right, so I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you that this week I was not patient as I should be with the, the elderly people who um, are, are 
our colleagues. Uh-huh. And that, and I, and I hope that they couldn't tell that I was impatient. And I get the feeling that maybe they couldn't because they don't know how to start their dishwasher. So maybe they're not also paying attention to, you know, a frustrating or a frustrated tone. So, maybe. yeah, backing up again, you work with people sometimes going into their apartments or houses and <laughs> not that you need to. That's not exactly your job. What? Oh, no, I'm Schneider from one right. day at a time. You're not a handyman. No, Let's but. Let's make that clear. No, but so, uh, so, but sometimes I go and, and have to help them do things like, you know, with their telephones not working and, and then you uh, hang it up, but it's, it's, (laughs) or their cable not working. And so, uh, you know, it's, and there are a lot of, a lot of times it's not something I can actually do. It's beyond my, um, ability to solve the problem. So the frustration comes out at both the inability to solve the problem and, you know, the, and, and not being patient with them and their frustrations. So, yeah. but I think part of that too is this is going to sound horrible because I actually care. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the negative just comes to the Pat positive. myself on the back right. it's because I care. If um, we could just be as caring as you. That's right. Um, but should I tell my should I tell my good part of the week? Yeah, just you're on a roll. If if you being caring is not good enough, <laughs> what else are you? No, no, no. Um, but it, like, if I'm gonna focus on something that is is just all positive, man, I am so lucky that TV makes me so happy. And I was telling my friend Maggie the other day, and I'm like, do you realize how happy we are that it just takes television to yeah. make us so yeah. happy? Exactly. Like, I'm the same. <laughs> yeah. Cuz guess what happens? If you're if you're sick, you can watch television and you can laugh or maybe at least acknowledge that something's funny and maybe that'll change your vibe. I don't yeah. know. So I've I've got some kind of a list somewhere where it's like if I have, am ever in a coma, these are the things that I would like to <laughs> be be done and pretty much it's uh, base your decision on unplugging me on whether or not you think I can enjoy hearing the television shows that are on. There you go. If you think I can't, go ahead. And uh, yeah, Unplug. everything's over. Don't worry about it. Yep. I'm yep. the same. Like, so I heard about this trick where if you spend too much time on your smartphone, which I do, um, you can go into accessibility and display and all this and turn everything to gray. So when you're looking at Facebook, there's no yeah. color. I got like instantly depressed. It was really just, and the whole idea is that you're, you know, you lose interest in looking at it and what glows and attracts your eye the most is looking up from it and looking at the world, which is all good and all that. But I get the same thing with television, you know, like in the evening when everything's dark and I'm just looking at my survivor and it's daylight (laughs) there on Borneo and leaves are green, then yeah, it ups your mood for sure. So by, with that whole train of logic, I guess, does that mean that watching the Dick Van Dyke show would not make you happy because it's in black and white? Probably not. 
Because then I get a little, <laughs> when things are old like that, I just think of that everyone's dead on there. Oh. Except for him. <laughs> Not but Carl I Reiner. I just get a little like. I know, I know. My friend Dean and I used to talk about when we were kids, like, ugh, I don't want to watch Barney Miller. It's brown. I know. It was so brown. <laughs> it was brown. And mustard. That yeah. was it. And mash was green. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder. Yeah. If they had but filters. man, the monkeys and the partridge family. Yeah. Those were bright and yeah. up and the color schemes and all that is yeah. perfect. Okay. So how were you a jerk this week? Uh, let's see. It's going to be hard. Okay. Easily. Um, I called someone a shit pile. And <laughs> 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 Okay. Out loud. I didn't call it to their face. I did even worse. I told someone. I told someone blah blah is a shit pile. And so <laughs> there's someone that I know, obviously, who's just a mess. And ironically, is the most outspoken. I'm a Christian. This is a church I go to. It's all hip and cool, and I'm so thankful for my church family. But then she's a gossip, liar, all that. So she keeps doing all these things. And someone had messaged me like, oh, gosh, this person's doing this now. And I wrote, she's a ship pile. <laughs> and then I felt <laughs> bad. So I sort of lied to that person. And I said, what I mean by that is <laughs> she's a mess. So okay. I double downed my evil, which... I still stand beside, but I, you know, I shouldn't be calling. I should just be like, that person's a piece of work. That's a little better. That's a little better. Even right. though the, pers the person responded, yeah, she is a Shabbat. Um, just because you, <laughs> no, like you get agreement in your shittiness doesn't mean it's good. I know. And we both kind of made ourselves look okay. In our first installment of How Were You a Jerk this week. And yeah, the other person agreed. Asshole. I know, they agreed. And they're and a really good person. And it's just because I care. I know. That's yeah. it. Um, and then my good thing is that I finally, uh, I drugged up my dog, which Aww. I thought For would grooming? work. No, just fun. No. Um, yeah, it was like, it's not triaminic, but it's like sleep stuff. And on either dog, when I do that, nothing happens. They're mm -hmm. the same. It's like, I don't know. But I finally did groom my dog, Forrest. And he, we have no idea what kind of dog he is. I call him a Craigslist because he's <laughs> sort of just like, ah, that's what you get. You know, like, and so... He looks sort of like a terrier, but he, then he has a weird strip down the middle of his back. And then he, the top of his hair is exactly like Barbara Streisand's perm right. in A Star is Born. I think he looks like a schnoodle. He is, but then he's really small, but overweight. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I, it's <laughs> it was a, quite the task, but I groomed him. When you him. say you groomed him, does that mean you took him to a groomer or you did things to him? I did things. <laughs> What'd you do? Unspeakable did you, things. Did you cut his hair? Yeah. With yeah. what? 
with skizzers <laughs> and I had the little I have like clippers but he freaks out and shakes too much so I just cut him with scissors and he looks really cute and that brought me <laughs> that brought me joy it got him happy because he feels pretty yeah he feels so pretty and then um did you bathe him yep well I shower with him okay yeah and he just cowers over. Can you can you put a before and after picture up? I will. And if you need me to help you put it in the same picture, I can. Oh, I have that pit stitch app too. <laughs> yeah, I I'm thought advanced. I was being. I know. I thought I was so millennial. I have kids. They teach me all these things, That's and right. then they're like, "Ugh." God's spoken to me that it's time to end this episode. But please do send in your funny letters. Um, we have a ball with them. And thanks for everyone who's been interacting on social media. We've gotten lots of little comments on Instagram that really keep us going and make us laugh. Um, yeah, and those, are, those are so encouraging. They are. Yeah. And then if you like our Facebook page, you can see how you can get in like the private group that your grandmother <laughs> and everyone won't know you're in. And you can just gossip it up in there. Talk <laughs> about this episode, put some things that you saw that were heinous that some church is doing somewhere. Put it on in there. And we'll be in there. But that's it. All right. So there you go. Have a blessed day. Or week. Yep. Or month if we don't feel like doing another episode. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. Now don't hang up. Click. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs>